Coming up this week on Kings of the Rings podcast, fireworks were abundant before the 4th of July as WWE made some massive statements at this year's Money in the Bank event. Plus, we reveal how you, the listener, can win tickets to Monday Night Raw at Madison Square Garden, as well as we reveal our surprise guest for our 300th episode tell-all next week. Hint, hint, they could be a maximum male model. So be so be sure to do your best Undertaker walkout before you hit the octagon because we are going to start the episode that is the 299th episode of Kings of the Rings podcast exclusively on WrestleAddict Radio, and it starts right now. Oh my God! It's Kay Murphy. Hi. What? Welcome we back, a, Kay. Well, did you know we had a third host? <laughs> I, I never forgot. Never. <laughs> you never forget a face like Love Kay of, Murphy's. Love of my life. All of my life. Hello. Oh my God! Here we go again, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Kings of the Rings podcast, episode number two hundred and ninety-nine. One more week until. The infamous, well, we'll, we'll probably be infamous. Episode 300 of Tell All, which is 299. You only live dear. I'm your host, King Ricky Rose, along with Willie Tarashock, Willie T, and a finally for the first time in like a month, K Murphy's. It's back. been like two weeks. It's been like a month. It has hey, not. Hey, two I'm... weeks ago was June, so it's been a month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So for the first time in a month, K Murphy is back. K, good to have you back. What have you been doing? Have you been breaking beds? I broke my bed. Um, I had a kidney infection. Oh, Jesus. I, <laughs> what else happened to me? Kidney infection. I broke my bed. Um, I'm going to a disco night on Saturday. That sounds right. incredible. Um, it's called Gimme Gimme Disco. And I have, I bought shiny bell bottoms. Okay, a, we're going to have to see these sometime. I can't believe that oh. worked. <laughs> I, I'm so I'm excited. Um, but it's been a very wild couple of weeks. Like I'm thankful June is over because this is the busiest pride I've ever had in my entire life. Clearly, you missed like three shows. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, when the pride, I guess now two weeks. My house is vibrating. Uh oh. What? What the fuck is going on? Eddie oh, Kingston dude. at it again, Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, this is a new running gag on the podcast. <laughs> Eddie Kingston is out Eddie Kingston of LAX is totally destroying Queens right now. They're literally doing work right now at 8 o'clock. Oh. Watch out, Zarian. They're coming for Bayside next, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love that Build Better back. <laughs> build Yo. Back Better is all, yeah. Build Back Better. Boy, boy. <laughs> I don't got a joke. So like, yeah, don't build no. back better. They haven't done anything here all day. It's been peaceful. It yeah, must you, be the, have you seen New York traffic lately? They've been stuck on a GW for eight hours. <laughs> Honestly, I went to Long Island. Well, no, it's six, it's like it's six hours. It's six hours to go home. Well, it's six hours because there's no more tolls on the GW anymore. Really? They got rid of them? They're, they get rid of them, yeah. Oh, that's a shock. Well, yeah, they they had to do it with almost all the tolls like on the um around New York because it's good, all going to be like you know contactless essentially. 
Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. no, I mean, you still pay the toll. There's no yeah, you boots. still pay them. Like, oh, there's I thought no, you mean, like, yeah. you don't have to pay for them anymore. Oh, no, 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 no. You're still no, I was going to no, say, no, dude, no, it's like, it's, seven, it's $17 a car. <laughs> I have to think, I'm going to go to Rambo New York State tolls for a second. If you charge me $17 to go over the bridge, an extra $16 to go through the tunnel, I expect my roads to be paved with gold. Like, where the <laughs> fuck is that money going? And you don't tell me it's the Cuomo's, it's probably the Cuomo's. Well, they're doing something here in Astoria. Um, it's I keep seeing signs about Con Ed and energy, and they're doing fuck it. They've been doing work here since May, and it's not supposed to be done till August. So and month. I can't do it. Um, well, we can't hear it, so it's a good thing. Yeah, thank, thank God. God. They, um, I can. Um, they did redo our sidewalk, so myself and our whole house wrote our names in the sidewalk. Yeah, so, my yeah. road just my road just got repaved today, which is great. Yeah, they so, they, like, they redid parts of Jersey City where it's just like there's you they, they took like a main road and they blocked it off, so it's like a pedestrian walkway, like the whole block. Mm-hmm. And they just finished it, and not gonna lie, it looks really nice. So they they did a really good job yeah. with it. It's just a little stinky because of all the bars and the throw up. <laughs> well, yeah, that's why that's where you get like a power hose and power wash all of that away on a weekly basis. Yeah, not, be, not because it's New Jersey, because of the throw up. Probably and, also and New because Jersey. It's New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're, we're gonna be serious for a little bit. All right, folks. So this the is armpit, episode, baby. Yeah, armpit of America, fucking <laughs> strong. And who, folks? This is episode two hundred and ninety-nine. You only live theory. Obviously, we're gonna talk about the wild money in the bank prediction. Spoiler alert. We were both dead wrong. Oh, oh yeah, gosh. we, yeah. Eat, Ricky, me and you got to eat a giant bowl of <laughs> shit this week, and you know what? Yeah. We deserve That'll it. Be for dessert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Before we get Oops. to that, obviously, we are still probably our final week of promoting and selling um, our Protect Trans live shirts, which Kay Murphy is so readily rocking right now on the video stream. Can you stand up? Can and, I? Can, can I you give us a little bit of a show? Yeah. I like it. Oh, my God. The more I see the tie-dye design, the more it's like, well, are you looking at the tie-dye design? Obviously not. But. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Uh, we, did we make a comment on when they were the, the picture of Pride? What what, yeah. what what joke did I make last week? I don't remember. Uh, I forgot. Oh, that I, we, did, we made something about Kay doing all the stuff and still being at Pride. Oh, that Kay had their hand up in the hair, hair the whole time. Of the show. <laughs> oh yeah, that was it. <laughs> so, so just to fill you in, Kay, I took the photo that you sent us, or that we used pride. the pride, and we put that in your video window instead of having you. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So it's on the video from last week. Okay, <laughs> at work. When and then at the end, we were like, "Wow, Kay had their hand up the entire time, and we never <laughs> called on you." <laughs> we never called. <laughs> <laughs> You sound like my teachers in school. No, you can't use the bathroom. Sit down. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, tell us, I, how, how was the shirt received to, to the rest of the Pride constituents? Uh, um, this shirt has actually been really well received at work, and several of my coworkers have bought it. Nice. Awesome. I know the Vaz family, like I think I told you, I've bought a couple as well. Honestly, Kay, the Vaz family loves you more than they love, like, me and Will, and they've met us. <laughs> they have yet to like yeah, meet they you. Yeah, their, they bought their son family. my blanket. <laughs> Fast family, we must connect and we must meet because... <laughs> like, you remember your, HBI, remember your HBIC line? Do you know they bought yeah. like seven of your hoodies? The one that I did? 
Yeah, your HBIC really? one. Yeah, I never told you Someone this. Bought that? They were like, they're like, when this HBIC stuff come out, we love it. We're gonna buy seven. I was like, okay. And then I looked. I was like, holy shit, he actually they bought, bought like seven. seven. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that makes my soul. I was wearing that hoodie the other day, and Dylan's like, I'm like, they're like, do you get a new hoodie? I'm like, no. I'm like, I designed this a while ago. I'm like, it's a hoodie I wanted to do, and no one bought it but me. But. I <laughs> Someone else bought it. Well, really no, not asked. the zip up, the regular HBIC hoodie that we did. Oh, I was the same. Like, wow, someone bought that zip up. No, no, not the zip up. I need to start buying the zip ups for the fall and everything. Um, but yeah, anywho, our Protect Chance Lives, as you can see, it looks fucking fantastic. Uh, we are going to be selling that for about another week or so into mid July. Uh, 100% of the proceeds will be going to the National Center for Transgender Equality, which fights uh, for the equal rights of transgender, transgender individuals across the entire US of, US of A. So if you want to uh, purchase some of the merchandise, it also comes in uh, solid colors, in tanks, and in t-shirts as well. The link is in our description below. So moving... I would like to say about the shirts for a minute. Yeah. They're so comfortable. I'm very glad. Shout out out to the Spring Store for giving us great merch. Like, I wore this... Okay, so I wore this to New York City Pride, and I had a bathing suit top on underneath because I was anticipating needing to be topless because it was hot as fuck. Were you anticipating? Was, were you anticipating getting wet and wild? Okay. I was. No sleeping and, at Pride. <laughs> Seriously. I would like to um, inform everyone that this shirt was aerodynamic and like lightweight enough for me to wear pretty much the whole day. It was hot. Very nice. It was, yeah, a, it was, hot, like it was, it was a hot June <laughs> yeah. up here in New York and New Jersey. It was a sweaty but, armpit, let me tell you, in this apartment. It's very sweaty. And this is the thing. Every year at Pride, I usually end up, by the end of the day, in, like, a bralette or something, or a bathing suit top, just because it's so hot and gross. And, like, I, me personally, I get really, like, if I have sleeves on for too long, ugh, I can't. when it's hot out, I can't do it. Like You, you start spitzing a little? I start twitching a lot, but like not even physically, like emotionally, I just feel disgusting and I feel like the shirt is trapped on me and I did not feel that way about this shirt. So yeah. like, that is, excuse me for burping, that is my highest recommendation on this shirt. <laughs> I don't so, think I've ever given this descriptive of a review of any of our merch before. You never have, but I'm glad that you did and I'm glad that it came out really well. I like, I'm very, I don't usually I'm buy really tie-dye stuff, but. I'm really proud of this shirt. I'm very happy. I'm very happy the way that shirt came out. It is one of those. Like people were like yelling, like people like at Pride were telling me they liked my shirt. And I'm like, I designed it myself. <laughs> so like it was, I was very proud. Like there was one dude, shout out to this random man that was working near the Long Island Railroad. We went met up, we met up with our friends that were coming from Long Island at the train. Yeah. And he was just like, yo, my, I love that shirt. And I was just like, that's such, a, that's such a great New York comp. Hey, yo, Ma, I love that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> um, oh, hang on, Fretz, what is this breaking news you got here for you? Yeah, I'm, I'm interested in what this breaking news is. Really... Oh, Wardlow won the TNT Championship. Yay. Oh, who, who, who didn't see that one coming? <laughs> What what will be more interesting news is that if the TNT championship changed colors again. Dude, they just, they keep bouncing that title. I think think that title is like, can you name all the TNT champions? No. I mean, there's like 10 of them. Yeah. Sammy, 
Kimmy Barbera, Scorpio Sky, Wardlow, uh, not Rusev, Miro, uh, Brody, mm. uh, Cody. Cody, Cody, Darby, Darby. Was Darby? Yeah, Darby was one. Sammy again. I think Sammy was the champion twice. Yeah, who who took it off Darby? I think Miro. Miro did. Miro, I believe. And who took it off Miro? I think it was Sammy. Sammy. Yeah. Yeah. But so a lot, a seven. lot. It's bounced around a lot. Yeah, and it's changed colors. The belt has literally changed colors more of a universal championship. Yeah, that is true. They said the Mr. Fred said it's a yellow one now. It's like the old yellow. IC. They changed yeah. it. They did change it again. It's a yellow. It's a yellow color. Yeah. Interesting. The, the belt is yellow. Like the '80s that's Intercontinental Championship was yellow. That's yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. 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 Still has that crappy TNT, you know, the television station that they're not on anymore. Good for you, Wardlow. Hey, Rampage <laughs> is on there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Good. Good for that. Um, moving along to some no more news. It. Moving along to some more news for us. Obviously, we are pretty much at the time that you're going to hear this. If you're uh, listening to us, we are less than one week away from our 300 Tell All episode, Dark Side of the Kings, where we will be spilling all the tea and all the beans about things that have happened in the show, things that have gone um, on in behind the scenes that have that have affected the show. I already have some questions uh, that Mr. Fretz was able to send me. Uh, as literally, Mr. Fretz is our biggest super fan currently at the moment. Like Fretz just sends me stuff randomly all the time now. Um, thank you, Mr. Fretz. For thank you, Mr. Fretz. Uh, it's a very generous, man. Uh, but if you want to be part of our of our talk and our conversation, where we're going to reveal and we are going to answer anything um, and be completely 100% truthful, uh, use the hashtag KLTR300 on social medias, on Twitter, on Twitch, um, on Twitch, uh, on or even in this, uh, even on our chats. Yeah, I said Twitter. Twitter, um, Instagram as well. You can DM us on any of our social medias. I'm going to try to keep a log of all the questions and stuff and see if we can get to all of them um, because it's not going to be ending our wrestling. So it'll be a celebration uh, of the show and of all the shit that has gone on in, what, six years of doing this? Uh, we will answer every single one of Everything. them. Everything. And if it's yeah, about yeah. wrestling, I'll answer it twice. <laughs> it is, It is. yeah, I've, I've like said for some long time here and stuff, I've already warned them. I'll be like, listen, it's going to be some shit that's going to be sad. We're going to have to brace yourself. It's going to be long. <laughs> it's going to be a long show. Yes, and we are not doing this alone. Like I said last week, KOTR 300, Dark Side of the Kings, 300 episode tell all. We are going to be joined by a very special guest because he's it's the black. reason he's it's the reason black. it's going to be a very long episode because this guy is known for going on a rant, especially about the Bella Twins. Uh- Anthony DeStefano, formerly known as Mr. Ram with Ants, former host of the Ram with Ants show, Ram with Ants show, former host of the Ram Foundation, current host of Elite Point of View Wrestling Podcast, of uh, the, the podcast, wrestling podcast like himself, uh, who gave us, you know, the opportunity to do this thing called Wrestlatic Radio and Kings of Rings Podcast will be joining us for a 300 episode tell all. Um, looking forward to catching up with him and talking with him because he has a lot to talk about. <laughs> and we, yeah. we haven't talked to him in a long time and he's always a joy to talk to always one of uh one one of the best people i've met in wrestling podcasting to be completely honest oh, Rance, I agree. oh yeah I Hell, yeah. Love yeah so you'll be with us i haven't spoken to him in so long so i'm very excited for wednesday and he was a i remember when he first met you he was a giant fan of you of me mm-hmm 
This is very surprising. <laughs> I feel like I've told you this before, but he was a you massive. Have told me this. Yeah, he was a giant fan of you. Um, but yeah, he's gonna be there for a good amount of a show. Um, but don't be surprised if he just likes us so much that he's gonna stay on for a little bit longer. But Anthony DeSepno is gonna be with us uh, for our three hundred episode Tell All Dark Side of the King. So it's oh boy, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be a fun. I can't believe I feel like time. we just did two hundred. No. <laughs> it was like two years ago. Yeah, no. It was, it was a long time ago. I, I just remember it so vividly. 200 was delayed because I got COVID and was out COVID. for like, <laughs> yeah. Ten years. Yeah, it was, it, we delayed it for a couple of, for a couple of weeks. Um, we can talk, we'll talk about that on the show too. That was a great time to be alive or in a hospital for 10 days, you know. <laughs> Living the good life, watching reruns of the Cleveland show in Jersey Shore. It was great. Let me tell you. Yeah. It was it was literally it was like it was a Cleveland show, Jersey Shore, or uh Big Bang Theory. Oh, that's oh for three, man. That's, I think I'd rather COVID just kill me. <laughs> I used to love the I haven't watched it in a long time. I used to love the Big Bang Theory. I will like, say the hospital food, amazing. Do I love hospital food? <laughs> what That's, do you mean you love hospital? Listen, listen. It's, dude, it's it's great food. I don't know what to tell you. Like Boston hospitals have great food. What do you want me to what do you want from me? Um, I guess I've been lucky that all of my hospital visits in recent history have not required me to eat there. You're missing but, out. I no, we, we can tell a story of I almost died in seventh grade. I was in the oh, hospital. Yeah, I was in the Stop hospital it. for four days. My white my white blood cell count was like forty seven. Yeah, which is dangerously like the common cold would have killed me. Yeah, dangerously low. Super low. Yeah. So I'll tell that story. On. I'll tell that story next week. Yeah, we'll talk about that next week. Um. Also, the day. After we are not weird, because the hospital food is great. Let me tell I, you, I don't believe you. <laughs> Dude, I've like, never had bad hospital food. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Listen, there's nothing like the, I will say this: being in a hospital sucks. But the 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 one good thing about being in a hospital is getting that initial call in the morning, and be like, "All right, so what do you want for your meals today?" And I'd be like, all right, what are my options? Yeah, dude, there's so many great options. <laughs> You're like, do I want jello or pudding? It's <laughs> a great problem to have. Yeah, like, and <laughs> actually what I want for dessert, like, I get to plan out my entire meals for the day at the beginning of the day. It's fantastic. That absolutely is a great way and to when you're, And when you're sitting in a hospital bed all day, when that food comes, it's like oh, Jesus yeah. Christ himself is delivering it. <laughs> It is just, it is the highlight of your day. You are so true. excited, especially if it's after like a time where you can't eat anything. Yeah, oh, it's beautiful. What a time to be alive. So we'll talk about that a little bit more next week. Uh, also, the day after our 300th episode, we will be hosting a trivia night at the Ugly Duckling in Rockville Center. Pro Wrestling Trivia, I'll be hosting it. Wrestling Radio and Kings Rings Podcast or Kings Rings Podcast Association Wrestling Radio is going to be sponsoring. The event is completely free of charge. It's show to the Ugly Duckling in Rockville Center. Uh, we're going to start at 7.30. The winning team next week will be winning two tickets to Monday Night Raw at Madison Square Garden. I just bought the tickets over 4th of July weekend. Um, they are actually really good seats. Trust me, on that, you can KM Will can back me up on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Ricky has never disappointed me with seats ever. Ricky is the Not guy. Once. You, if, 
Ricky's the guy, if you're going to an event that requires seating, let Ricky take care of picking the seats. I'm very, I'm very particular about sitting places. <laughs> very, very particular. Uh, but yes, so again, folks, uh, thank you to the ticket to our partners at the Ugly Duncan for allowing us to do to put on this special event. Like I said, the winning ticket, the winning team will be winning two tickets to Monday Night Raw MSG, which is going to be on July 25th. That is the Go Home show before um, SummerSlam, which is going to be happening that Saturday. So it's going to be a big show. It's Madison Square Garden. It's the Go Home before SummerSlam. Don't expect anything brand split related to be in effect because it's Madison Square Garden and everybody's going to be all hands on back. So you're probably going to see Brock. You're going to see Roman. You're going to see whoever the SmackDown Women's Champion is because it's sure as hell is around at the moment. Uh, but then everybody uh, who's, who's, who's a top star and is active in uh, WWE will be at that show. So it's going to be a good one. And plus, it's Madison Square Garden. It's the home of WWE. I love to to go home with WWE. It's a fun time. It's a very, very fun time. I'm glad that WWE started running television out of MSG again. Once again, so again, folks, Thursday, July 13th, 7:30 p.m. Pro Wrestling Trivia. I'm going to bring out some of my belts. We, I've shined them up real nice. Um, we're going to not put a stick it straight up anybody's candy ass. Maybe not. Uh, but it's going to be a fun time. So make sure to get there, get there early. Start calling up the ugly duck and making reservations uh, because it will be a packed event that night. So moving on to Money in the Bank. <laughs> and boy, were Will and I completely wrong. I'm still in shock by I'm still bit. in shock. Yeah. I'm still in shock by by the by by Liv Morgan winning. I'll I didn't think there. Liv Morgan was gonna win it. I, I think, didn't think okay. she had a shot. Not a shot okay. in hell. <laughs> okay. So obviously it was not here last week because I had no internet again. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Queens. And I Thank you, willing... Eddie Kingston. Thank you, Eddie. Thank you, Edward. I was willing to bet my life that Raquel Gonzalez, I'm sorry, what's her name, Raquel Rodriguez now? It's Rodriguez, yes. Okay, so I thought Raquel or who did I think was going to win? Raquel was my number one pick to win. Really? Out of everybody in that field? Um, I knew it wasn't going to be Shotzi. I knew it wasn't going to be Becky. Um, I didn't think it would be Alexa. Um, mm-hmm. Who am I forgetting? Oscar? Oscar was Oscar. a maybe. Oscar Lacey was a maybe. Evans. Probably. Lacey was my second choice. Okay. Like, I knew they were going to pick somebody newer. Mm-hmm. Like, I, that's why I knew it wouldn't be Becky, it wouldn't be Oscar. But Liv Morgan? Love of a loser. I literally went, what? Like, I thought they made a mistake. <laughs> no, it I'm wasn't like, a mistake. I don't mean to be rude. And like this is no shade against Liv Morgan. Like Liv Morgan is fine, but and I guess she's probably just gonna be transitional. But like, what the fuck? Yeah, I was very surprised. I was very surprised by this. Um, they're so. Oh, was like they guys are still talking about hospital food, but Will has chimed in yep. on the hospital food debate. Yep. So uh, I didn't. I didn't watch Money in the Bank live. Uh, okay. I don't remember what I was doing Saturday night. I just completely forget what I, why I was. I'm glad it was on a Saturday because it made my weekend that much more convenient. Yeah, definitely. I but I got, yeah. I got the push notification that Liv won. I was like, no, she didn't. 
<laughs> There's not a chance. And I watched it. So I, I was like, all right, let me turn off notifications. And then I, then I was like, I checked. I didn't watch it until like yesterday. So I checked back Monday for a Bleach Report. Yeah. And I go to WWE News. I say, Liv Morgan won a SmackDown title. I'm like, motherfucker, no, she definitely didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and then when yeah. I watched it, there you go. There she is. She did both. I was, I mean, Liv Morgan winning the money in the bank is one thing. Cool. All right. Surprising cool. I can, I can I'm okay with that. It was well done. The mattress. Was, yeah. yeah. The mattress. Yeah. The, match, the mattress. It is what it is. It's a ladder match. Leave Shotzi so, alone, first of all. Oh, yeah. She, de- she deactivated her Twitter. Yeah. Go off Twitter. Yeah, fuck, like, like, fucking leave Shotzi alone. All right, the spot, the yeah. botch wasn't that bad. But I, I, I but do, also, want, I do it's want to. It's a ladder match. I do, I do <laughs> want to talk about that in general. But I just finish up Liv Morgan first. Yeah. So Liv winning the Money in the Bank is one thing. The fact that she cast it on Ronda totally threw me for a loop. Yeah, I was like, like, why? Yeah. Like why? <laughs> why would you? Like, what? Because why Ronda would you do weak. this? Ronda well, did. They, they, it shows that they have more faith in Bianca than they do in Ronda at the moment. Oh, well, duh. Ronda's yeah. trash. It was sorry, like Ronda, had, Ronda, had, Ronda had, didn't even defend the belt. This is Ronda's first feud as champion. Right? She has got that hot, yeah. feud, hot feud with um, Charlotte. With Charlotte. You know, Roman's gone. They want her to shine on SmackDown. And she just didn't. Like, what a flaw. Yeah. But here's the thing. Liv Morgan isn't going to do it either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared for Liv. Like, I, I think Liv deserved it. It was actually on, like, the, uh, it was to the day that she signed her contract, eight years to the day that she signed her contract, that she That's won wild. her first time. That's wild. Absolutely wild. Um, what's even more wild, I have to show you, Will, the, they have, they now have uh, an in-camera footage of, from the desk, of how Cole and McAfee reacted to Liv Cash Oh, I in. watched it. I was like, I wow. Know. I was like, Michael Cole is really expressive. No, they <laughs> they they did a I'm not I, I know we like to poop on Liv Morgan, but uh, mm-hmm. she deserves it. I'll say she deserves yeah. it. She works hard. She is she, she is well respected in the back yeah. by everybody. Um and it was it was also pretty interesting to to hear Michael Cole go into his own little story about Liv Morgan after she cashed in. Yeah. Where he said like eight years ago, I will I was cause I was uh I met a girl who called, who said, hi, I'm Gianna, and one day I'm going to be WWE champion. And he goes, and he talked about how how pleasant and how happy he was that she actually got to live her dream. And I was like, wow, Michael Cole's never done that for, like, anybody. Dude, and that that was after yeah. like, the segment was done. They went to, like, a commercial break for, like, Drew McIntyre or something. Yeah. And they came back, and before they threw the Money in the Bank match, Michael Cole said that. I mean, yeah. they, they WWE put her over so hard. Huge. They're like, all right, Marks, fuck off, all right? Here. <laughs> Here's your toy. Go play. Here's the best part about this whole Liv Morgan thing. So I was scrolling through Twitter, and Slack had tweeted out that he had no intent of watching Money in the Bank that night. <laughs> <laughs> I thought of Slack. That made, that made the, my the, night. Does Slack love Liv Morgan? <laughs> Slack's yes. a huge Liv Morgan fan. That's <laughs> hilarious. 
He loves Liv as much as he hates Charlotte, so I can't wait for Charlotte to kick the shit out of Liv Morgan. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Charlotte's coming back with a vengeance <laughs> to ruin everybody's day. She's I'm like, uh, for- his honeymoon's over. I, I, have a, I have a title on the do again. Um, I got a show to carry again, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what's happening. Liv's going to have her moment in the sun. I can't wait till that Charlotte music hits on SmackDown because it's happening. It's happening. Oh, yeah. Congrats, Liv. Enjoy it while it lasts. Fingers crossed it lasts more than a few few programs. I will be surprised if she makes the Clash of the Castle as champion. No, I think think they're going to push her pretty hard. They're going to try. They're going to give her some time. They're going to really try. Yeah, I mean, she deserves deserves a shot. She's sure. They're going to give her a shot. Like, all right, kid, what do you got? Let's make a break time. So I, I I hope the best for her. I really do. Yeah, I'm I'm concerned about her promo work, but like it's one of those things where like the crowd loves her, so the crowd's gonna give her that extra like bump. Yeah. You know, so who knows? Honestly, you know who I, knows? You know what I you know what I remembered when I watched Money in the Bank this year? What? The winner of the women's Money in the Bank last match last year was Nikki ASH. And she cashed in the same night. It's it's the fifth year in a row that the women's money in the bank winner has cashed in on the same night. With no, within Nikki did it on Raw the next night, right? Oh no, no, it was the same. Oh no, she did I do it on Raw the next night. She did it on Raw the next night. So yeah, it's been twenty four hours. The there is like, bro, we, we can't like we can't book two briefcases. Just fuck it, just do it. Which is funny because they did it once with like I think Carmella hey, held it. Carmella held it for the year. Yeah, Carmella held for like a year. It was great. Do I like it when they? I like it when they hold it a little bit. Like, Money in it's the Bank fun. gives you character. Like, Money in the Bank's gonna do wonders for Austin Theory. And I know yeah. we're, we're gonna yeah. get there, but I want it's Shotzi. I want to talk about Shotzi real quick. Please, let's let's and one Shotzi we love because Shotzi was one of our one of our rare WWE followers. We're followed by Shotzi. We're also followed by Carmelo Hayes. By the way, what's I guess we are. So yeah. Yeah. he's the he's the A champ and he I can't wait till he gets bumped up to the to the main roster because that motherfucker is going places. Yeah, him and Theory are gonna have a great feud. Absolutely. So <laughs> uh, but talk about talk about Shotzi real quick. So I was like I heard about this after the fact. So I was looking, okay, where were the botches? Mm-hmm. Like where is this mega botch everyone's talking about? And it I wasn't s- that bad. And then I see it, I go, oh, like she landed on a ladder and Alexa Bliss faked an injury. Like, it's, it looked like wrestling to me. Like, it, it, <laughs> it, just, it just looked like it was the ladder's fault. Yeah, and you can't, like, the ladders don't know when to break or, like, ladders don't know spots, they're just ladders. Yeah. And, it, and like, that ladder was fucked up, dude. That ladder was bent. Like, they shouldn't have even used that ladder. But, like, bro, I was like, the spot wasn't bad, but I was like, why is this? Like, you know, Kalisto could do a Selena Del Sol and everyone loses their pants. But God forbid, Shotzi doesn't drop her perfectly <laughs> on a ladder. And because I just like men to, I, have, Go ahead, Kay. Men have higher expectations of women because men think women can't wrestle, so women aren't allowed to botch ever. Well, I don't think I don't think it's that. I think it's more of just people just don't. And I think it's just a detriment to even UFC, like UFC. People don't like UFC women fighters because people just don't like watching women get hurt like that. Like, in general. Like, I've heard a lot of people say, like, they just don't like female UFC because they just don't like women getting beat up. I've never heard anyone say that in my life. <laughs> I don't like watching like women get, I don't like watch get women beat up. That's, that's, like, a common thing with, especially because it's just combat sports and women. 
This, this, I don't know. It's, I've it's, never un, seen, it's I've an like, unfair I, detriment, sure, but people just don't like watch women getting hurt. So I, they react I, I, like I, crazy. I understand, I understand from like the combat perspective, but like if you're a fan of combat sports, like I'm also a fan of like um you know just pro wrestling in general one I'm, I'm okay with women beating up other women or you know it happens yeah, like hell it, yeah dude man nunez is a boss and she has great fights yeah it's just one of those things it's like what i what i've heard a lot more is people get are people are more cautious when it becomes you know intergender fighting or things like that but i know in the indie scene that's like a big thing where you had i remember there's there's like an indie match where it's like keith lee versus mia yin which is actually a really great match Candice LeRae and Shelly Ryan were a tag team for a long time. Mm-hmm. I would, I would I, watch Keith Lee and uh, what's her name? Me, me, yeah, yeah. This, I think that'd be I so would. much fun. Based on fucking. <laughs> That's one way to break the ring, Cole. Shut up, Pat. <laughs> I am, I'm here for intergender wrestling. I'm here yeah, for it, dude. It's entertaining as hell. It's it's so like, yeah, even with intergender wrestling, the biggest thing like that is like people don't want to watch men strike strike a woman. Which like, yeah, that, yeah, that's I, the biggest thing I've. That's like, the I totally guess is people people just don't like watching women get hurt. Yeah, especially men. Yeah, but for but for like for something like this and for Shotzi and everything, like get over it, guys. Seriously. Yeah, fuck off. Leave Shotzi it's a alone. Match. Like I've never seen. I have never seen one extreme rules hardcore Hell Cell match that has gone to perfection. Dude, especially because no one got hurt. Alexa Bliss isn't out. She doesn't have a concussion. Nia Jackson didn't break anyone's face. Yeah. Like, fuck off. <laughs> it's real, though. Yeah. Like, it, it's perfectly fine. Love and you, Alexa. So, you're okay. So, Shachi needs, needs a die, Rocky, you know, die. Alexa, moment. stop playing music. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like... Women's wrestling is held to a different standard. Yeah, and so it's like it's still it fair, but it's it's an it's an unfair detriment towards women's wrestling, and it's like it's totally not their fault. Yeah. No, I, and I feel like women's wrestling is never going to be perceived. You know. No, absolutely equally. not. Absolutely not. It's it's, the, it's the, always has been and always will be a male dominated sport. Yeah, which is the crazy that's part fine. about it. Was, I, I think that's okay. Yeah. The crazy part about it was that there was a movement for like intergender wrestling and like females wrestling males, and it was successful. It was being it was wildly successful on a show called Impact. The only problem was the person spearheading it was Tessa Blanchard, and that's yeah. <laughs> like it's it's a, we talked about this on a show one one like a couple of years ago where it's like. Tessa Blanchard winning the Impact Championship should have been something that should have been applauded across all of wrestling. Unfortunately, it was Tessa Blanchard yeah, yeah. winning the Impact Championship that Which made no one it wanted. horrible. Yeah. And she's a pain in the ass backstage. Yeah, it's, just, it's a damn shame. Um, what did she get canceled for? Oh, she's a racist bitch. Yeah, didn't I, she say the N-word a whole bunch? I, f- I don't remember. I... I'll take you. I'll take your word for it. I just don't. That's that's, that's that's why Spark Note version of it, and I Spark remember. Version, it. I Spark Note version. Yeah. She said the N word of God. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> <her>. <laughs> yeah. There was, and she was. Uh, she did a lot of bullying to younger talent backstage, or something like that. Some to that, because I know there were people like Sienna, um, or Allison K for those people as well who cooperated to came out with stories about things that Tessa had done to other female talent, things like that. 
So, beautiful. Let's keep on the money in the bank train. And to be surprised, money in the bank entrant after getting his ass beat by Bobby last Yeah, week. Bobby gave him a nice good old-fashioned squish squash. Oh, yeah. His ass beat by Lashley. He sneaks his way in. All right, so when I saw Adam Pierce come out and say hold him in, I was like, oh, fuck. John Cena. Every, John Cena. Everyone, <laughs> see, here's the thing. Everyone, even I was thinking John Cena. I knew what happened. Yeah. Right? Because and I was just like, oh, this is why people, because people legitimately mad at Theory winning. And I was like, oh, mm. this is why. Because I was like, how are oh, they going to do this? Like, I think, I think how they did it was a mistake. What do you mean? Like, having, just... having Adam Pierce come out. I love Austin Theory winning. Like, it's massive. Mm. I think it's a great shock. And it's going to do yeah. wonders for him. And he's going to run with He's He's going to be just as good as Seth Rollins was. Like, it's gonna, this is going to make him for sure. Yeah. But they didn't do him any favors by Adam Pierce coming out last minute. Mm-hmm. And ex- having the crowd expect someone else. Do you think it should have been Vince instead of Pierce? Yeah. Yes. Okay. 10,000, that would have been much better. Because you get the Vince pop, and then Vince gets to break everybody's heart, because that's what Vince loves to do. Yeah. Yes. I was <laughs> say, is Theory still like BFF with Vince? That's, that is kind what of, is, they mentioned that's that, pretty much what is alleged. Yeah. yeah. When, when, uh, when, um, when he came out, Mac, I think Mac was just like, oh, good old Vince at work again. But I'm like, mm. wait a minute. I thought Vince doesn't have power anymore. He's not the, ch- he's not the chairman. Like, he that's still not has that's, he have any power. I know, but I was thinking like in kayfabe. Like, right. Like, uh, when, he, when he came out in Raw, they didn't, they didn't say he was a chairman. They just said Mr. McMahon because he wasn't the chairman. True. Uh, so shout out to Dirty Hills Podcast in the building. Thank you guys for tuning in on us tonight. Um, but yeah, Theory winning was a shock. He has real heat with a lot of people. People just don't like this man, which is perfect because this is where Austin Theory shines. Yeah, guess what? You don't like him? Duh. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Yeah, that's what exactly. That's well, the he, point. He has a lot of heat because of like the uh, like the speaking out movement and stuff because he got called out. Couple years ago, and people are like for, about but, it. But for what did he do? I didn't. I don't remember him. Uh, his thing being so egregious. I thought he was like. That, I thought he was like on like OnlyFans, like for dude. I thought he was like on a gay app for dudes, like an OnlyFans or something. That's what I thought too. Yeah. I I, I don't recall. The theory has been on my daddy list since he was on Evolve, but after speaking out, I kind of had like some trouble. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I felt weird calling him a daddy when I knew he got called out for shit. Yeah. I just so, don't recall what he got called out specifically I'm almost for. positive he sent, like, sexy pictures to a minor. Oh, I do remember something like that. Mm. Well, if there's any evidence... I, I know a minor. there's any evidence, I'd like, to see, I'd like to see the evidence. Especially yeah. something so severe like that. If you're going to make a claim like that, man, I need some evidence. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah, and like I don't remember theory thing being. I like I remember theory being called out, but I don't remember his thing being of a real concern. Not that it's not of a real concern, but I don't remember it being prominent. But he also, got over, <laughs> he got overshadowed by like Velveteen Dream, for example, and like every and like all Everyone of NXT else. UK. Yeah, yeah, the whole UK. <laughs> Actually, I I remember us Literally. talking about it. Cause I remember us making the point of. Him being so young in his career and being an unknown is actually a big benefit to him. At yeah, that which is, time, which I remember is exactly having some kind happened. of conversation like that. 
Yeah, and but, he, he was he was able to reimagine and reinvent himself, uh, especially down in NXT under the, with the leadership of the Garganos. I mean, I think if the I think if this actually happens, they would have gotten rid of him because WWE has a track record of getting rid of people who have done these things, at least in recent history. Yeah, they're very I mean, look, zero they tolerance. got rid of Vince. All right, mm-hmm. they got rid of Vince off something that was completely consensual. <laughs> yeah. Well, so. it's temporary. Vince will be back in power very soon. I feel. Yeah, probably within the year, within the next, within before the you end know, of the year. They got rid of Velveteen. They they destroyed NXT UK. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so if, any, if I, I, I'm I'm assuming they did an investigation and nothing came back. Yeah. You know, be it as it may, he's he's that guy now. Theory is. Is that guy? And honestly, you know, people always say WWE doesn't create a new star. We they've just created one right now in Austin Theory. They tried with two. I mean, listen, this yeah. this money in the bank was what people wanted. Make new stars. And you, you, you know got what? Them they, now. And now of course <laughs> classic internet. They don't like what they act. They don't actually want what they actually want. <laughs> yeah. People want it to be their favorite new star. So theory is not good enough. I didn't expect there to even be in this match. You Same. know, looking at it, like, I was like, all right, this is actually a brilliant choice. Yeah, I love it. I'm on board <laughs> Austin Theory Train. The man is so fucking talented. He's a way yeah. little baby. And he's really honing in on his character. Like, him on the ladder with all those selfies, I was like, dude, this is so such a dick move. Like, dude, like, Tyler Breeze is just like, I was just two years too late. For real, for fucking real. Tyler Breeze has a way back, and I, we're going to talk about his way back. But there, there is a way for Tyler Breeze to come back. Yes, I have feelings. Oh man, because he's back on up, up, down, down. Let's thank the Lord. But when, yeah, when does he cash in? I not uh, he. I mean, he's teasing SummerSlam, but I would yeah. stay far away from SummerSlam and him cash again. Dude, um, if, if he what? just if he just came in. I'm like six, and he comes in one, two, three. <laughs> what pay per views are left this year? Um, you have SummerSlam, Clash, <laughs> SummerSlam, Clash of the Castle, uh, Survivor Series, another Saudi show, and Extreme Rules. We did TLC already, right? That, that just happened. TLC, no, it's December. TLC is usually December if they even keep TLC. Um. I'm sorry, we just saw Hell in a Cell. I'm trying we to say... We just had Hell in a Cell, I mean, yeah. Like, we just Champions, Cell. No, Clash of the Cast was replacing Night of Champions. Yeah, Clash, Clash of Champions. Uh, WWE in, like, 2022 pay-per-view schedule. Schedule, Because yeah. I'm... If there's something with a T, like... Theory or TLC, like, they do something like that. Like, Yo, Theory is TLC. off, CBS. Don't tell me to talk about that, all right? Just don't do that. Theory, I don't think Theory catches it until next year. I think that's a smart move. All right, we got SummerSlam, Clash in the Castle, Crown Jewel in October, and Survivor uh-huh. Series in November. Nothing you, also have extre- you also have Extreme Rules is for October as well. Uh, I don't see that. CBS might be lying to me, but I don't see that. They are. Extreme Rules is going to be in Philly because we that's talked about right. it. That's right. Okay, so CBS, yes. this was released. This was written in June 7th, so I think that was really announced after that. So you are correct. Yeah, uh, but no, no December pay per view right now. They which didn't I'm, do one last year, more, I think. No, they did, which I'm more than okay with. Yeah, thousand percent okay with. You don't we need a December pay per view. Survivor at this Series point less is at this point less is more. Yeah, Survivor mm-hmm. Series will be the last one of the year. Agreed. Yeah, I and you just work from there. 
You know, so I, I think he holds it. Maybe Rumble he cashes in. Like, they, there's a lot of possibilities as long as he holds it. Do not, like, cheapen this run. Dude, I could see him coming out and, like, teasing against Roman. Roman just gives him the fucking look, and then he just, like, you know what? <laughs> Never mind. I changed my mind. <laughs> or, like, they can do what they did to Braun a couple years ago. Remember when Braun was going to try to cash in or whatever? Braun just threw it across the Braun arena. chucked it all the way to the front of the... <laughs> It's like, yeah, fuck, we were there for that. I was SummerSlam. <laughs> yeah, it was. It's like, yeah, fuck out of here. But uh, I, I do feel that Austin Theory is going to cash in and fail. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's going to be one of the rare people to fail? Yes. So, fail, yeah, like, he's going to be in the same class as Damian Sandow. Yes. And, and Baron Corbin. Dude, I don't see him beating Roman. I don't see him being Cody, not not within the next year. I no. think I think that's that's your money maker. I mean, let's Cody. see what they do with him. I'm saying that now. I mean, yeah. come come Rumble season, I'm like this guy's ready to fucking cash in yesterday. I'm saying yeah. as of right now, I just don't see. We gotta see what they do with him. I think he that's ruins true. Cody. I think he ruins Cody's run. Oh I God! Don't. Comes back to think- the pack. I, I, <laughs> I think he's the one because that belt's going on Cody by WrestleMania. I just have a feeling it is. Or at Mania. Or at Mania. And I think he, now that he has that briefcase, I think Austin Theory is that guy to ruin Cody's run because you want to give the fans what they want and then take it away from them. Austin Theory is the best guy to take that away from them. You're going to build up Cody so massively strong that he's undeniable and then he's going to sleep. He, Austin Theory is going to slip in like the New Age Miz and just take all that take all that joy away from you. Like, remember when we had yeah. all that joy when Zack Ryder won the IC title? And we were like, wow, promise. Well, speak hope. for yourself. Listen, I, was, I hate <laughs> Zack Ryder, dude. Long. Go fuck yourself, Will. You're not from Long Island. You don't understand. I have never <laughs> been a Zack Ryder, dude. Zack Ryder is this Long Island as a person. <laughs> All right, listen. Anyway, like I was saying, Zack Ryder on the ice time was like, wow, promise, hope, and the Miz came and ruined all of that. Thank God. But then in hindsight, you're like, wow, that was the start of Miz's best run of his career. Yes, it was. <laughs> yes. You know, and that's, that's what's going to happen. You're going to love a Cody finish. He's going to be great. Theory is going to ruin all of your happiness and joy. And Theory is going to go on a mega run at that point. And you're going to be like, holy shit, this guy's the man. That is my prediction. I think Theory will ruin Cody. I don't. That's quite a theory. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so this is quite the right. Let's move on. Move on to the rest of this. My Lord Almighty, this if if not for a theory surprise, by all intent by all intents and purposes, this tag match was the best match of the match. I agree, it was my favorite match. It was so good. Dude, (laughs) I've heard rumblings on the internet, and the more I think about it, the more I want to see it, dude. You gotta reform the hurt business and throw in the street profits and Bobby Lashley. Oh, that's not Ooh. what I Dude, they need to be a group immediately. Ooh. Like, this, dude, the three of them as a babyface faction right now would just be a better New Day. In the well, New Day's, more the serious New, new Day, In the yeah. New Day's, fuck it. Dude, they can even be silly. They can be silly sometimes, too. Like, they'll just be New Day, too, but they'll be different enough because their personalities are all different. Yeah. Speaking of which, you heard about... uh. 
Biggie's most recent update. Yeah, his neck is oh, his, oh. Well, he's not going to need surgery, but his neck isn't fusing together the way it should be. Okay. So we're thinking about they're going to check up on his neck. Um, uh, at the day is supposed to be around a year when he got it injured. So we might not be seeing Biggie for over a year at this point. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, dude broke his neck. So, so yeah, legitimately. Like, He'll be a rumble. No, I, I, I don't think we'll be seeing Biggie for a very long time, which is unfortunate. But going back to this, this match was fucking stellar. And by the way, I did not think Angelo Dawkins can just hop over the top rope. Yeah, yeah. dude, I, I forget how athletic he is. Like, he's he, talk about someone who's come a long way. Yeah. I know everyone's talking about Tez being a star, but I'm telling you, yeah. dude. They should have, like if, like, if you look back at NXT, they should have fired Dawkins years ago. Probably. Yeah, yeah. him and Tez work so well together, but dude, he's, I think he'll be okay on his own as well. Yeah, I, I think when Tez came into NXT, it saved Dawkins' career. Yes, for sure. You know, but Tez has, I mean, not Tez, uh, Dawkins has come a long way. He's been able to show, but he's so big, but he's, he's, he moves so well. It's scary. Dude, he just looks fat. That's the crazy thing. Yeah. Like, he, just, he, just, he just looks out of shape. And he looks unathletic. Yeah. And he's super athletic, but they these guys put on a classic. Like, how do you have the body of Eddie Kingston, but, like, the athleticism <laughs> of Sammy Guevara? It's <laughs> <laughs> a good analogy. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> it's a, I, I, was, I was living on the edge of my seat for this. For a second, they, they hit the finisher. Montez hit the, hit the frog splash. So I, I like, thought they had it. Not gonna lie, yeah. I thought they had it a few times. And I love the ending with the shoulder being up. I love it, too, because yeah. they are going to kill it at SummerSlam. If they allow, because I think that, I think they're gonna put on a show at SummerSlam. Hell yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. They, they, I, was, I know it's on a break the street profits. Oh nay nay, hey, hold no. on a second. <laughs> no, 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 no. We got another program or two to go through. <laughs> That's what I keep hearing on the internet is that they're gonna break up the street profits and they don't want it. Well, Kayla also oh. mentioned it during like their little tell-all thing, and I don't know if you saw the SmackDown promo before. It was really good. They. They promoted each other, but they switched their taglines. Mm. So the Uso said, we want the smoke, and Street Profits was like, you're the twos, we the ones. That's funny. Yeah, it was very, very clever. Very, very clever ending. Um, but no, this is this is good. And then in lieu of a new day not being able to go up against the Usos, this is the next big thing. Like, these guys just work really well together. Oh, yeah. Like, really, really well together. It was it was fun to watch. Well, did the Usos... Also, have come a long way. Like yeah. si- since they became um, like prison thugs or whatever they're giving the, they're they're like carpenters. I've been seeing like carpenters for a while. When, like when they first made that switch and they got the day one ish theme song in like 2016. Mm-hmm. Ever since yeah. then, their in ring work and their everything about them has just been a ten out of ten. Those oh, yeah. are one of my favorite like tag teams like, of the modern era. They are. Didn't they should happen for a long time. Dude, them they and the Bucks sh- need to have a match. That's the match I want to see. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, I just, just a one-off, too. Yeah. Have that main event, because that will sell out. I, the Bucks versus the Usos? Yeah. Unbelievable. I think I think at this point, that's the bigger match than Bucks and New Day. Right now, yes. Right now, yes. I mean, like, overall, mm. the entire career, yeah, that's the bigger match. But New Day mm. hasn't been relevant 
in a long time. They've been doing side quests for a while. Exactly. I mean, but like yeah. New Day on top against the Bucks, even right now, is the better, is the more important, it's bigger match. But right now, it's the Usos. The Usos have surpassed the New Day. Yeah. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with it, too. It's like, they can just, it's, it's just good. I want to see them again. I like you said, I love a little, the little shoulder up at the end. Um, yeah. The question is, how do you, how do you, up, how do you up the ante at SummerSlam besides the fact it's in a fucking stadium? Tornado. You do tornado. You can add like you can do uh, ladder matches. You can ladder matches. I don't can... honestly. I don't want to see a ladder match. I think a standard match would be better. Hmm. I think the match would be better. Um... I think I think a ladder match is like yeah, you have some flashy spots, but I think they'll get more over with a killer singles match. Okay, I see that. I also just personally want to see Montez. Go off the top of the ladder and hit a frog splash. I mean that too. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I mean, I'm, th- I'm thinking of storytelling. They're thinking what's going to go, what's going to trend on social, and that'll trend. Yeah, yeah, that'll that'll definitely trend. But I want to, yeah, I want to see it again. I want to see how this is rated by everybody. But this is, for the most part, it's a flawless match. Oh yeah, absolutely flawless match for for everybody involved. Uh, but moving on to last second money to bank. Bobby Lashley is really... I know we said this last pay-per-view, but then, like, it happened again. I was like, wow, he's, like, really over. Really over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was I like, never oh. I thought I would okay. see that again. It's, like, it's Bobby surprising. Like, I thought, like... Too. I thought it was like, oh, okay, Chicago, their marks are into it. We like Bobby. We all love Bobby. I get I get He's done the work. You know, I would I would expect it from a Chicago crowd. Because, look at we know, we're, they're insiders, essentially. Like Cleveland is, popped off for him. <laughs> yeah, but this is <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> like, half of the people are, like, betting on the event that are sitting there. Uh, although, but, you know, Bellator is in over. Vegas, too. He fought in Bellator. Did he really? Oh yeah, Lashley fought, and Lashley's definitely fought like actual cage fighting, and I think he's in Bellator. In mm-hmm. in uh, he's definitely fought actual cage fighting in in. Well, I know he was an MMA person for a while. Yeah, yeah, he was very successful too. Yeah, but I'm just so surprised at the pop he's getting. But he is the top baby face on Raw right now. Yeah, as a U.S. champion, and he beat the living shit out of Theory. It was fun. <laughs> Like, I remember he just, like, Theory tried to jump in and he just, like, slammed him to the ground. I was like, oh, my God. Like, it, it was fun to see. And that he might have, now that the uh, end of days has been ruined at WrestleMania, he has um, the most unstoppable finisher in wrestling, or in WWE. Because no one's ever kicked out of a hurt block, if I, if I remember correctly. That's what I remember. I don't think so. Drew got close when Bobby relocked it in at WrestleMania and got made him tap. Because remember, that was the opener. But yeah, but I, I like to say that Bobby's on, like, if Bobby redoes her business. I'm telling you, man. Profits, uh, you know what? It would, it would work because Bobby could be like, I'm doing, like, I'm doing this without MVP. Yeah, he's, MVP he's the leader. Yeah. Because MVP formed the first third business. I honestly think Bobby Lashley is more over now than he was as champion. I agree. Yeah, I agree. And he was over as champion. He was a great champion. <laughs> yeah. He did a great job. Um, 
Yeah, no, he, he is more open now, and I don't know why. And I thought this is just because it's not everybody hates theory, but like, no, Bobby Lashley's just over. Very over. Dude, he's been back for four years, too. Can you believe that? We were there when he came back. That's yeah. wild. He had, to, he had to eat a lot of shit, but he always remained a company guy. He never got in trouble. He, he deserves the run he's been going on the last couple of years. And he's gone above and beyond. Dude, so Bobby Lashley's MMA career, he was 15-2. and two. Wow. I, I know he bought, yeah, he, uh, Bellator, he bought Maximum Fighting and Strike Force. He was in Bellator and Strike Force. He's 15-2 and two overall. It's a great fight. Fighting, fighting Championship. Shark fights. What the fuck shark fights is. That sounds dangerous. <laughs> yeah, Bellator, 2014 to 2020. Yeah, that's that's a great fucking record, dude. I don't think he won a I don't think he won the heavyweight title though. That's fine. It's whatever. He's sort of multi-time champion when he's since he returned to WWE. Uh, let's move on. Speaking of Bellator and UFC, so well, remember last week when I was like, if you really timed it correctly, you can go to UFC and yeah, Money dude, I saw this patent <laughs> and that brace sold it. <laughs> and that's exactly <laughs> what the McMahons and Pat McAfee did. What you also don't see is that Nick Khan is right next to Pat McAfee on the side, but they did not include him um, at UFCs. But so they went for money to make around. They're like, all right, fuck this shit. Everybody clean up. We're going to go to the we're gonna go to UFC. But also in attendance was Tony Khan and JR rocking his fake AEW armors. Um, I, I- I was deceased with the bootleg jacket. I'm like, the NFL logo on it. The NFL logo's on the side. That's really funny. <laughs> it's a bootleg AEW jacket. <laughs> and they all came. Oh, what's going on? Charles What's up, Charles? Hi, Charles. <laughs> so, what, what I thought was interesting, well, I don't know. Did you watch this main event? No. Okay. Uh, Adesanya pissed me off. I'm not going to lie. The Taker entrance, I, I love Izzy, but I'm pretty pissed. Also, I want to sidebar back to Pat McAfee. They must really fucking love this guy. How <laughs> is anyone in the company to be invited to this? It's Pat McAfee with Triple H, Stephanie, and Vince. And he's happily like getting drunk. Trip. Yeah. He's happily getting drunk. Dude, it's a good man family adopted Pat McAfee, K. Murphy, to your point. <laughs> Yeah, they're like, they're like Shane Boo. <laughs> literally, dude. Vince, Vince literally will love any other male figure more than Shane. That's true. Like, Shane's probably next to Nick Khan. Shane has to get the drinks for everybody because he doesn't yeah. give <laughs> Yeah, right? Like... What the fuck is going on in this picture? <laughs> it is it is great. So I was like, why are they there? More it's not Tony and JR, because I kind of somebody expected that. Dude, because they're, they're, no, they're like they're like, listen, they're gonna force us to have a stadium, might as well go check it out. <laughs> <laughs> and then the main event hit. And I was like, okay, Adesanya is coming. I know he's going to do something crazy. And the lights always, the lights went out. But I was like, oh, the lights always go out for the main event. I was just going to do a walkout. And then, like, 
the colors were purple. And then I heard the gong and I go, you gotta be fucking kidding me. And then I heard the gong again. I said, oh my God, that's Taker's music. I sound like, oh my God, that's Taker's music. <laughs> you know, I bet you JR's probably having like a connection while he's listening to this. Dude, <laughs> I, I, JR and I are going to agree on this one probably because I fuck, I hated it. <laughs> I loved everything with it's okay here is the still shot of Adesanya walking to the ring he looks ridiculous he has he has the hat he has an urn with his opponent's name engraved in the urn no yes and he walked out to take a music slow walk and everything Let's I don't think he was allowed to wear a jacket because, you know, obviously advertising because of UFC and shit. But he did everything else. He raised his arms and turned the lights on as he took off his hats. He was scouting things for the match. It was fantastic. It is probably the greatest UFC walkout I've ever seen. And don't get a choice, folks. Here's your Adesanya, major WWE mark. He has already he's come out and said, hey, when I train, I'm usually listening to Attitude Era music to begin with. You know, and I and I wouldn't put it past him if he was like, "Hey, someone give me in contact with Vince and WWE. I want to use Taker's music. Is everybody okay with that?" Because clearly, Taker was okay with it. Because Taker tweeted, "Was like, good job, kid." You know, oh but I, I I thought it was I was like, "Wow, this is literally like just wrestling's just popular, and people just need to learn to accept it." I mean, I, I love the fact that wrestling's popular again. Don't get me wrong, but dude. I'm going to put on my wrestling loyalist hat here. There's only one taker. I mean, look, in the yeah. grand scheme of things, everything you just said, there is actually nothing wrong with it. I just, I'm just being a piece of shit pain in the ass right now. I'm going to be a mark real quick. I agree with you. It's just like, bro, there's only one taker. Get your own gimmick. You know, this is our thing. You got your thing. You're, you're the wheel sport. All right, you're the real sport. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't like issue. UFC just like pretty much being, all right, we're just going to be WWE now. Well, here's the issue. Um, well, number one, Charles says that you just hate fun. And that's the reason you don't like it. Um. <laughs> yeah, dude, the fun, I, honestly, I, I'm, I'm also kind of a UFC purist. I like them just coming out ready to kick some ass. Like, I don't need the pomp and circumstance. Like, you know, your intensity is what I want to see. Like, I want to see you beat a motherfucker to death. This is also mind game. Not everybody can be Goldberg or Ronda walking out to the ring. This is how Adesanya just fucks with his opponents. This, this is gamesmanship. I, dude, I'm in the ring. I'm like, what, the, what are you doing, bro? Like, what are you doing? We're here, we're, we're, we're here to punch each other in the mouth until one of us gets knocked out. What are you but doing? But that's the point. Is that gets you thinking about the engines and not about the fight. It's mind game. It's, it's, it's showmanship in its purest form. I, I guess. You know, oh, Charles with the heat, Roy Jones wore a Brooklyn tuxedo to the ring. That also did happen. Roy Jones Jr., boxing legend. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Okay, so it's, it's all about the gamesmanship. It's all about the show. Yeah, man, I'm fine with game. showmanship. But like, remember when uh, like, uh, Deontay Wilder came out with like, that heavy ass? Like, he had like, Road Warriors gear. So oh, heavier. I loved it. Like, it was that, great. Oh, yeah, at least, at least that's original. But, dude, like, that's, honestly, dude, if I'm a UFC fighter, that's how you get knocked out. Well, but it didn't happen. No, of course not, because he's just that goddamn good. He's, just, he's, a, he's a style bender for a reason, dude. He comes up the last time, and he literally was dancing. Yeah, dude, the guy's fucking incredible. 
Yeah, he was dancing and making those avatar shit all the time. You don't expect him to do anything from WWE. Hell, LeBron James would come and be revisited by The Undertaker when he when they won the championship in Cleveland because they wore wrestling shirts yeah, that's on fine. the way back. That's fine. It's like LeBron James announced you know, The Undertaker theme. Well, hold on. Uh, what is it? Um, Joel Embiid has come out to to Triple H. It's all about the game to start out to like start a game out, and Triple H is giving kudos for that. Yeah, a lot of people do that. I mean, hey, yeah, obviously giving kudos, but. I don't know, dude. I don't like it in UFC. I like, I just like it when they come out and get ready to fight and ready for war. Like, I just. I just he's already ready. WWE like, needs so, the pomp and circumstance. I, I like my UFC without the pomp and circumstance. Like, legitimately. Well, do you like. All right, so here's my thing. Do you like baseball players not being, like, very stoic and not enthusiastic? Depends. On what? So, can I admit something stupid? Sure. Sure. So, remember, I don't watch baseball, and I am a brand-new Mets fan because I went to one Mets game. And I hey, how dare, how dare you? You okay. cannot say that. I'm sorry. <laughs> you, used, you, went, you went and watched a Long Island Mets play? I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. You can, you can, I, your opinions are no longer valid, Mets fan. Well, I live in Queens, and I live so close to City Field. I can't not. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something. Okay, it's called City Field. Get it right. Oh, no, I'll call it City Field. It feels gorgeous. I love City Field. Yes, I've never been, actually. It's, it's, it's great. You would like been, it, dude. I've been to the I've been to McFad. I've been to the bar next to City Field. The hell's that? It's a Met hat. It's a Met hat, though. It's wow, a Met logo. <laughs> it's, my, it's a pride Met hat. Let me I was 1986 nerd. <laughs> <laughs> and 2000 nerd. Yeah, I'm going to watch that last spot. I had a wonderful time at the Mets game, but what I did not know is that all the baseball players get, like, entrance music and shit. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, welcome music, yeah. It's really it was cool. so much fun. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, yeah, it's cool. I liked when, uh, when she and you always had, like, a, had, like, a Notorious B.I.G. song to come out to. Mariano had so to be saying, man. Will, yeah. So, Will, do you not like that? Like, no, that's totally fine. It's just music. music. It's, it's just music. Like, UFC fights come to music. But it's like, I don't need you doing what WWE does to, like, I just don't like it. Listen, I, what is it? What's the, what's the, uh, what is the word? Uh, Invitation most sincere for flattery. Yeah, of course. No, I'm WWE. I'm loving the shit out of this. It's like, oh, yeah, promote my feet promotion. Do it. Go for it. Go for it. People do it all the time. Hell, the surgeon that worked in The Undertaker in New York for the hospital special surgery played The Undertaker's music because he was cutting him up. Yeah. I would, I mean, hell, if I was Dana White and I was Vince, I would do it. But I wouldn't like it. Was, I wouldn't like it. Was it. I, think they, I think Dana White and Vince talk more than people give him credit for. Yeah, I mean, they're two, they're two of the greatest promoters of all time. Yeah. Dana White, we give, we give Vince Lockhart from being a great promoter, which he is. Dana White is an excellent, excellent promoter. I don't think Dana White exists, so Vince doesn't do what he does. No. Not at all. Dana, Dana got some inspiration from Vince, a thousand percent. He probably meant that yeah. himself. Mm-hmm. So I'm really fine with this UFC, this UFC WWE crossover. I mean, it happened with Brock, and that was the fun game, and that was the connecting piece. Yeah, the, the, mean, well, UFC, UFC is trying to like be more entertaining than than yeah, actual just right. No, it's no problem with it. I just don't like it. It's, it's it's good to be entertained. You can be entertained in multiple ways at, in the same events. Yeah, I'm just a purist. I know I, I, I know I'm wrong. <laughs> I, I, I know I'm in a minority here. I know I'm an asshole. 
But it is, it, it is what it is. I don't have to tell you. I fucking hate it. But I do hate college football. Especially because it's The Undertaker. It's one thing to be held The Undertaker's entrance and lost. Oh, he yeah, won at least. Yeah, he won. Oh, yeah, no, he won. Okay. he won. Yeah, he won. Dude, it's not even just amazing. The fucking urn in the hat. It's just that like beautiful. Like, what are you I doing? Like, That's great. Like, stop it. Take this all seriously for one second. He doesn't have to. He's in there on his side. I asked Jared what he thinks. Basically, he's, he's, <laughs> dude, like three people sent me like the, the like the, the video of it on Instagram. I'm like, yeah, I know. Fuck it, it's stupid. It's a great walk out. <laughs> but it means it works. It means it works. Yeah. It worked, guys. I want to I see the new stone. Would you rather come out like Stone Cold every, every fucking fight? Fuck yeah, that'd be awesome. All cap jeans shorts, fuck yeah. <laughs> Just walk right past the doctor. Dude, he can do white face, alright? Is he can do white face, I give him permission. <laughs> Oh my god, I'd love to see him come out as Austin. It's be, that'd be really fucking funny. Actually, you remind me, I got an is it racist question for you in the post show. Nice. Oh my god, I can't. Nice, I can't wait for that one. Also, okay, I'm gonna put you in some Marvel trivia in the post show as well. Great, I'm not gonna do well, but I'll try. It's fine, it's alright. Moving along. Um, so, SummerSlam, they have now started posting up uh, Brock versus Roman. Last man standing, and apparently the final time ever. Apparently, it's their ninth fight where they fought each other. It's only been nine. It's only been nine, yeah. People think over because they're the IWC, but it's only been nine throughout their careers. Um, Do so nine programs since 2015? That's nine matches, not programs, matches. Programs, well, yeah, they build those matches. Sure. Dude, that's okay. a lot. That's a lot. That's over one a year. In 2015? No, I'm saying since 2015. So seven years. So once, maybe once or twice, I did two matches in a year. Although this year was front loaded. Two programs. This year, well, this past year was front loaded because they were. Oh, so you had one program. So you right, one program. Yeah, they did three because you had the Saudi show, you had me, and now you're going to have this. Dude, nine programs is a lot. It doesn't seem like a lot of this one year at some point. It doesn't seem like a lot of some of them revolved around WrestleMania was at the other big events, and they were kind of in the background for some time. Okay, how many how many Roman Seth programs have we had since 2015? I'll go back further. Since 20, when, they, when they broke up. Since, since they broke up, how many, how many programs have Seth had Seth and Roman had? Two? Three? Three? One. Three max? One. They had the last one to rumble. What was anything before that? You had, um, no, no, they had one money in the bank when Dean had someone else showed okay, so all three shows. Two. So they had two, okay, that's two programs in, in a greater time span. And seven, 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 seven of them been on different, seven of them on different trajectories, and then they kind of... Rock's a part-timer. They had Rock's a part-timer. Yeah. And Seth is there all the time. Seth's there all the yeah. time. And they've been in maximum three programs in the past eight years. And Rock, and Rock is a part-timer, and he's been in nine. That's a lot. It's a lot. To me, it's a lot. How, 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 many, how, many, how many times were Rock and Austin in a program in their entire career? Let's go back to 96 until they retired in like 2004. Until you throw like the IC, including like their IC title field. Yes, all, like everything. In, in the same time span, Rock and Austin, from the last year of the U.S. Main to the first program for the U.S. IC title. 
how many fucking men they had. I couldn't tell you because I feel like they were just I, they were always like they're always interchanged with each other. You think it's nine? It's probably closer oh. to the adults, but I think the Asian angles as well. Because when they were on two separate teams. Yeah, you can count those, sure. You know, um, you know, it's it, they are probably if you if you if you compare like Rock, you know, if you Rock Austin, Cena, Orton, Rock, Roman, they're only probably split by a couple of matches. I would say Steve Norton has been the most one of the most the biggest reason to shove down everybody's throats. Yeah, I feel like you can play with that, but like Roman and Brock, outside of this year, they meet up once a year, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't it's like inevitable. It feels yeah. inevitable at this point. It's like very, death taxes and Roman and Roman, it's death taxes and Roman and Brock are going to have Roman. Yeah, we'll see the Norton, same thing. Rock and Austin. Right, okay, did, did any of those have nine in the same time span? That's my point. I would say, yeah, see the Norton. So, see the Norton, maybe. I'll see the Norton. I would say, probably. Yeah, I'll see the Norton. Austin, they Rock have. Austin's probably off by a little bit, but not too, not, not too far behind. I have at least five. They got 1988, this, this, what's they saying? All of 1997, which... Well, sounds accurate. Which sounds accurate. All of 2003, which is accurate. The Alliance feud is its own category. Mm-hmm. 1999 as its, its own category. And 2001 WrestleMania 17 feud. So that might be all of them. So at the same time span... No, 98 before Rock went on. Oh, okay, so yeah, it's an other two. So we got seven. We got seven. So it's a similar time span. Mm. Okay, I can I can put Rock Rock uh, Rock Rock uh, Roman Rock. Oh, same, rock. I, I can put them on the same caliber of Rock Austin. I think it's a fair comparison to make. Yeah, they're 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 generations equals. It's it's what happens. You know, and they just, that's, that's the formula that really does it. They try to space it out. They overkill it when they did Cena and Norton because that's like tales of the sun. They always fly against each other. Yeah. It's it's that, straight, it, 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 feels like, it feels like overkill. It feels like overkill because it's because of what happened this year. Like, they were both pretty much full-timers for a considerable amount of time. And so they can't buddy hats. Well, usually in one of them months, that's the everyone disappears for a long, for like a considerable amount of time. Yeah. This time they're like, no, we're both working. <laughs> that or they split them up. Yeah. And that's also what happened. They split them up and they began sharing them. They're like, we're going to unify them. And I don't, I don't mind this, especially it's the last one. If they say it's the last one. It's not going to be the last one ever. Nothing's ever the last one ever. Rick Flair's having his last match again. This isn't the last one ever. I uh, was wondering Rick Flair's last match. No, I don't think this is Roman and Brock's last match ever. Oh, not Rick Flair. They when they said Orton Cena's last one ever, last time they did it. No, they meant it. It was they haven't they haven't touched no. since they haven't been yeah. squeezed together since. I don't think. Yeah. So it is possible. I mean, Brock. How old is Brock now? Oh, that's a good question. He's I think he's forty-three. Yeah, forty-five, maybe. Brock Lesnar is forty-four. We'll split the difference. Yeah, Roman. His birthday is actually next week. He turns 45 next week. This is week 45. Week 45 when he wrestles this match. 
Yeah, we like the shots. No one wanted to see Roman be the guy to take out Taker. That's why. Yeah, and to be, <laughs> Taker had to know that. Like going in, yeah, and he had to confirm it going out, and then he didn't want to bury Roman, so he was like, "I gotta do it again." That's what I think. It was all, you know. Yeah. No idea. That's what I think. Yeah, I, I need this. I want this is more so. I want to see Roman do the match the way that him and Brock have designed it without them having to add lip something or like or Seth having in or Russia finish. Or you know, or adding or adding <laughs> other people to the match. What's up? Or adding other people to the match. Mm, yeah, they need they need to do a match where it's just themselves, and they did that match, and somebody was fucking great. When Paul Heyman like in the party threw a belt in the middle, it's like I don't know. You know? Yeah. But they had something going with this, like, you know, they've got to finish this. And they've got to finish it. They all got to run when I take last man standing. It's a great way to go if this is the last one. Yeah. You know? Um, but moving on to AEW Blood and Guts. Now, we were doing a show last week when this was happening, but while you did actually watch Blood and Guts, uh, which pretty much everybody who doesn't know, it's essentially war games, but in a weird way. Kind of yeah, but it's got a roof on it. Um, that's what it looks like if you're watching us on video right now. Uh, and it was, uh, from what I heard, it was pretty long. Did it take up most of the show? Well, an hour. It was an hour long. Okay. Yeah. Dude, one thing, I'm going to say, it's, it's the same thing as last year, dude. The commercial breaks were killing me. Oh, it did. He didn't do, didn't do commercial free? Oh, no. So here's, here's the thing, dude. Like, they're on top of the cage. Eddie Kingston throws off Sammy next to the table spot, I guess you see below. Yeah. And then they went to commercial. What? Right. It was just, like, terrible timing. Yeah, that's, that's when he threw out money. Like, no, we're going to go commercial free this hour. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's just like, dude, you had, like, you had such a high, and, you know, nothing makes me, like, makes my dick go limper than commercials. They're telling me that Tony Khan was willing to spend an extra money hour on a pay-per-view to Martha Harper talk, but we were paying for no commercials during Blood and Guts. Okay. Yeah, dude, Tony Khan's a bad businessman. He's <laughs> a great mark. A phenomenal mark. Great mark. But he's bad business. I love the photo of him hugging Cesaro after he debuted. Dude, he, Tony, Tony Khan does business like he's using his dad's, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like he asked the son of a trillionaire. Which <laughs> is appropriate. This is the exact kind of good business to be run by a son of a trillionaire who Biden went to school for it. Yeah. You know, so that's a great show. It's a great wrestling show. It's crazy. Yeah, that is that is a little bit disheartening because like like you said, like you gotta you have to keep your viewing audience in that atmosphere. I mean, you do. It just would have been much better if you didn't have to. Yeah. And I just ain't getting that money, man. So get that money because you fucking need it. But I guess pick your battles. Match is still great. Or blood, or guts, or blood and guts. Move a blood and guts thing to a pay-per-view. That's too. We don't have to worry about commercial. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't need to be on TV. No, no, Jim. Like, I understand doing that in the early stages, like kind of gain an audience, but well, you have an audience. Well, you can literally make blood and guts a marquee pay per view for them. For real. 
No, I don't do what WWE does. I don't do the TLC thing. They'll just have a physical having it. Well, no, no, no. Not to having it for a sake of having it, but like, you know, have, have it where your main event is that one bloody that's for you still yeah. have you still have the pay-per-view go on, like what like how they do war games. Yeah. Like you still have regular matches that that final matches what you're leading to at the end. Mm-hmm. It's, it's still look, I, I like the way the cage looks. The roof was really cool. And it is different looking. I like it. It's, it's how to sell. It's, it's how to sell two rings, and that's what it is. Yeah. It's how to sell two rings. It was creative. Didn't say a lot of things. So it's good. So yeah, but that's not for a week of heart. Uh, just just to be forewarned. So I think Moxie got somebody over like a fork. Yeah. Yeah, great. <laughs> Some shit like that. You know, we're good as Nick Gage. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see the people making fun of Shotzi praising the fork spot. Someone find it. They probably are, yeah. <laughs> they probably are. But yeah, but that's a great time. Uh, so, also moving on to one thing that I wanted to highlight. What am I looking at? I could not be the only one I saw. You are the Maxwell Bell, oh. the Maxwell Bell model spot. This is what I texted you about on Friday, Will. Oh, fuck. I didn't watch the Smackdown. <laughs> what am so, I looking at? So you're looking at Max Supreme, obviously. Um, he is the head of Maxwell Bell models. To, to the left of the photo, if you're looking at it, out of a tall, tall, dark man in the back, is a guy who's formerly known as Mace. Say, is Mace? That is Mace. He has been renamed uh, Mace. And uh, to the John Gargano? No, that's actually Bob Sore. <laughs> no, it's not. Yes, it is. <laughs> what are they calling him now? Uh, Mansoir. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> I, I call Ezekiel stupid. I fucking love it. I'll, you know what, WWE? I'll give you the benefit of the doubt <laughs> on this one. I've been wrong here. multiple times recently. Here's all right. So you have to watch the segments. Matt Stupree, aka La Knight, aka Eli Drake from Impact Times, nice. does this beautifully. He does not. He does not crack a smile. He does not laugh. He presents this entire thing like it's a real fashion show. Essentially, what they do is they have them come out like runway models on the stage, and he and he described what they were wearing. And with this calm, soothing voice, he nails the promo. And you just see these guys in these ridiculous outfits and crowds of booing, and I'm laughing my ass off because I'm like this. Is so stupid. It'll work in wrestling. Let me tell you how, and it's, it's they're so serious about this. Well, can you do me something real quick? And you had my interest, now you have my curiosity. Type in maximummailmodels.com. Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm not ripping you. How do you spell it? How do you spell maximum, it? like the word, maximummailmodels.com. I'll do it with you. I'll also do it with you. <laughs> www.amandaplease.com <laughs> Hang on. 
MaximumMaleModels.com. Oh my god. I'm sorry. Can I read this out loud? Hang on. Yes. There. What Bosse. the fuck am I looking at? Basse. His height, 6'8. His waist, 36. Suit, 46L. Inseam, 42. Shoe size, 14. Eyes. Chocolate. It's so chocolate. I remember when I started telling chocolate. I hated it. What the fuck am I looking at? A swap? Uh, height 6'1, waist 32, suit 44R, inseam 33, shoe size 10, eyes, hazel hair, black. Is that it? New York, Los Angeles, Paris, Blanc. Soon you'll be able to submit your application to be a maximum male model. Dude, this is way better than the baddie section. This is fucking unbelievable. You know what? This, this, I'm gonna go to journey.org.com and see what the fuck that's all about. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Oh, it, I can't. Oh my god, it was just wow, they are totally all in on this. And the perfect person to do this is LA Knight, aka Eli Drake. Because he, I, I think I'm sold. <laughs> do you want to watch the segment? Yeah, dude, I really do. <laughs> back on YouTube. It is so good. So here's how I think it ends. Like, because they're, by the way, K Murphy, we're doing another fashion show this Friday, and it's the tennis collection. The tennis collection. Mm-hmm. I see, I see. <laughs> Why? Because Wimbledon. Uh, it's Wimbledon on. season? Uh, let's, let's see if Yeah, Wimbledon's been going on since last year. I don't know shit about tennis. Um, so, also, here's how I think uh, it's going to end. I think they're going to debut you another model, and that new model should be Tyler Breeze. This is because she is tailor made. Maximum male models. If they if don't the bring back both of them, I will write. Based on its both made to become maximum male models and become like a four. Did they give him the MMM mic? Yes. Yes, he has his own mic. I love his glasses. I love the red. His hair is dashed. He looks great. <laughs> listen, to his, listen to his livery. He is so calm and cool and collected. And Kayla will tell you, we got, I have to, we'll have to send you the clip as well. So, Michael Cole literally was like, I don't know what I just watched. And Pat McAfee just goes up. Pat McAfee broke Michael Cole on on air. What did he say? Like, Pat McAfee just started going up and Michael Cole couldn't stop laughing. Like, Michael Cole lost all objectivity. And he started... Cleavage here, Pat McAfee. <laughs> dude, I they told him, dude, it's B Velveteen Dream without like the pedophilia. <laughs> oh my goodness! Are you watching this again? This is, no, this I'm is, just responding. This is excellent. <laughs> I will watch it. Some point. Oh, so we go off and we go off there on the post show or something. Oh my god! This is absolutely <laughs> excellent. 
at the poses, and he is he is a large man. Yes, he is. He's huge. He's. I don't know if he's wearing socks. Doesn't matter. Nice oh. firm buttocks. <laughs> Multiple braces on the right arm. <laughs> I'm just being Max Dupree for him. Shut the fuck up, Discord. I'm watching something. I was just gonna say, like, whose Discord is dying off? Oh my god. Must say. The photographers. All of it. All of it. I am here. Dude, the, 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 the accent over the E and the period. The made up symbols over the O's and Monsoor. Yes. Yes. A thousand percent yes. I, I see what you mean about Tyler Breeze now. <laughs> Tyler Breeze and Fandango are tailor-made for this ridiculousness. Mansoir. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Kate, it's the, it's the delivery of Max Dupree. He's killing this the promo. back across the chest. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, he looks that great. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like if Andrew Zarian tried to dress like Johnny Gargano. And <laughs> <laughs> spent too much time in the tanning salon. Oh my god, it's so. Oh my god, the hips! <laughs> I see why people. Oh my god, I see why people watch this stuff. <laughs> I get it. Oh my god. Oh, it's so good, Kay. I'm just hearing I'm thinking about it like this. It's freaking brilliant. That's why I had to automatically text you. I was like, you'll get this if you watch this. Uh, <laughs> you're yeah, right. Dark <laughs> this is better than Zoolander. Zoolander sucks when I heard this. <laughs> I fucking hate boy. Zoolander. I, like really? the first, the I really first don't like fantastic. Zoolander. It annoys me. The it, first the movie tight is. shirt. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Dude, they nailed it. <laughs> Fucking across the board. Absolutely nailed it. <laughs> yeah, and next week, I don't know if you see what they uh what they're talking if you see Pat McAfee break coal. At the end. I don't think so. I got three seconds left and Dupree's still talking. <laughs> Mace is too hot right now. Mace is too hot right now. It's Marseille. Uh, they're both coming out? <laughs> what the fuck am I watching? It's the final, you know, at the end of the fashion show, all the models come out and do one last pose. Oh, oh my god. T-Bar must be going, I can't believe I turned this down. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this? Then await the juices of your guilty pleasure. Oh my god! Oh my fucking Christ! Oh man, I can't. I, I think they're selling maximum male model t shirts, and I cannot wait to buy one. You don't have one yet? No, not yet. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how the tennis line goes this week. My goodness. Who else do we think could be a maximum male model? Slack. No. Okay. <laughs> oh, you mean in wrestling? I love, I, I, I love Pat McAfee, dude. He's the best. He's so amazing. 
Did you see he, he starts making coal like lose objects in like he starts cracking up coal at the end? Yeah, I'll have to find that. I'll have to watch SmackDown and find it. Yeah. Uh yeah, who else would be a maximum male models? Anybody that they don't want to use. Be like, listen, suck it up and do this. <laughs> like like, I mean, also props to, to Mason Mansoor for being troopers. Oh, <laughs> fuck yeah, dude. They just went for it, and I think they might have enjoyed it a little too much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it seems like fun. Oh, man. And, like, like and you, you hear what I said about uh, about Max Dupree's delivery? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's a, I think who else would be it besides like I think Ali's not gonna be a maximum male models, but I think um you could have had Apollo Cruz in there. Ooh, maybe, yeah. You know who I want to see as a maximum male model just for shits and giggles? I want to have Omos come out once. Absolutely no. not. <laughs> Shut your mouth. He has the height, and that's it. It's not he's not hot. He's not viable. You don't know that just yet. I know that. Would you rather have Shanky? I don't remember what Shanky looks like. So which one is Shanky? Shanky's yes. the one that's been I dancing. I love Shanky. <laughs> Oh, Shanky would be really funny. Like, my, my idea saying is that Shanky comes out, but he comes out the wrong time, and he's not aware of what's going on, so he starts dancing and kind of, like, just pass the time while he's on the wrong But anyway, let's move on to Maxwell Loss. I can talk about this at Nauseam. We're going to have to wait until the tennis collection. Obviously, with our future shot uh, coming up in summertime. Kelly, what's up? Seinberg, next week, Killing my we talk about the fashion show. Can we do, like, Fashion Police? Like, we could be like Joan Rivers. I do have, I gotta find them, but I do have my Fashion Police ticketing stuff, so we can talk about all the fashion violations that they may have. That may okay, have next, week, next week, we're gonna mm-hmm. do that. So, all right, here we go. Summertime's coming out, and the only thing that we know for sure that's on the card is Brock and Roman. There have been hints, and it's somewhat official, that we are going to get a United States Championship rematch between Theory and Bobby Lashley. If you want to see Theory get die again, which is perfectly fine. Um, but how do you fill out the rest of the SummerSlam card? What other matches are you putting on this card, Kate Murphy? Something with the Intercontinental Championship, because where is it? It's on Gunther. It's going to stay there for a while, too. Um, I, they're going to have to address Liv somehow. So probably Liv Morgan and Charlotte, mm. um, Bianca and someone, I don't know who, but someone, um, who the fuck else is sign with WWE? Um, I'm trying to think of, oh, Logan Paul and The Miz. That's right. This is the other thing we did not talk about. Logan Paul did officially sign but with yeah, WWE, and it's not just the it's not just the wall. It is a deal that goes into twenty twenty three. Oh, so he's going to be there for a while. I know people have their feelings about Logan Paul, which I don't really know what the fuck he's even famous for. To be honest with you, he's all a I know is that, yeah, he's a YouTuber. But all I know is that he did a damn good job at WrestleMania as an um, athlete, dude. Yeah. I just want more Bad Bunny. Honestly. 
Oh, it's just Bad Bunny. He does have the movie coming out. Bad Bunny? So, mm-hmm. Um, yep. It's, it's, his, it's a something train movie, I forgot what it's called. His new album has been my album of the summer. Really? I do love me so, Bad Bunny. I love Bad Bunny. Dude, the kids He's love so, some good shit these days, not gonna lie. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I hate Logan Paul just as much as everyone else, but people who love Logan Paul, like, and Jake Paul for that matter, you can talk shit about them all you want, and I'll be glad to join you. But those two motherfucking kids work very hard, and they are very good at making money. They are everything, so heard, yeah. everything that people hate about the younger generation because they just make, and successful. They just, they just do it by themselves. It's like, we just don't need you. And fuck yeah. you. They just hate how they're successful. Mm-hmm. That's what happens a lot of people. No, people hate it when Gen Z is like successful. <laughs> <laughs> because they get successful in the dumbest ways possible. <laughs> it's like a, Gen Z is a giant troll job. It's like, how, how are you successful Honestly. and how can I do that? Yeah, right? It's, it's literally, it's just so fucking crazy. But like, good for them. Yeah, I'm excited to see what he does in WWE. He's going to be fucking amazing. Yeah, it's going to be a great deal. Great deal, great athlete. And I, we already know he's been training, so that's oh, all we want. beat the fuck out of him. That would be funny as fuck. Okay, give thing. me that. That's the thing, dude. People buy the Paul Brothers boxing fights to see them get their ass whooped. They will, it doesn't they will, happen. They yeah. will buy WWE if it's a guarantee he's going to get his ass whooped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that, that is a guarantee about it. So, Will, how are you filling out your SummerSlam card? Oh, fuck me. Don't ask me this. That's uh, I, 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 you. I don't even watch WWE and I gave answers. Uh, definitely seen a theory. <gasps> even though theory potentially is going to be with Lashley again. No, Cena. I think I have to go to Cena. At this point, put the rocket on him. He can lose to Cena. That's mm-hmm. fine. For the title? No. Well, there, no, there is no title on the line. Yeah, Theory's oh, right. going to go up against Cena. That's what I think. I think that's the move. I think it's a smart move. And I think it would be a great program for both of them. Because you got to put Cena in a program that he wins. Right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. you can't bury anyone, necessarily. Like, you can't bury someone who's, like, over. Like, if you're up against Drew McIntyre, why? You know, Cena can get over and put Austin Theory over at the same time. Yeah. I think it's just a smart move. It's a smart play right now. And a player who gets money in the bank briefcase always loses. I will say I do want that new Cena 20-year show to look really good. Yeah. I didn't look at it yet. It's really nice. Uh, Shitty Profits, Usos. I'll go on a tornado tag. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um... Who has the belts? Who has the uh Gunther's the IC champion, Bobby's the US champion. I don't think Gunther's on the card. Um He showed up on Robbers last week. You'll probably see Liv. I don't think you're gonna get Liv Ronda, to be honest. I think it's Liv Charlotte. I think it's Liv Charlotte as well. I feel like Liv Ronda is gonna be a SmackDown rematch. Yes. Oh, speaking of pomp and circumstance, Mr. Fretz is reporting that Tyson Fury wants to make another appearance. Oh, I saw that this morning, actually. <laughs> they're going to bring uh, Cain Velasquez back? Velasquez back. <laughs> no, they're not, because he's, like, on trial for murder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's crazy, dude. That, that whole story is crazy. The Cain Velasquez yeah. story, it's like a crazy self-defense story. 
like in it's Brazil. Crazy. In, in it's Brazil. crazy. It's so like, crazy. Wait, what's Tyson the story? Fury Tyson Fury would fit in perfectly with WWE and their style of just being a showman and shit. But as Christopher Frank is saying, Tyson Fury at Clash of the Castle, it's probably money. Who's he go up against? Yeah. Doesn't matter. It's Tyson Fury in the fucking UK. You saw what he did at Wembley Stadium? <laughs> um, I... Can we Tyson Fury against Gunther? No. Dude, I would do Tyson Fury versus Logan Paul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I, yes. I, I, that's what I would do. They're both green as grass, but it should honestly be fucking interesting. <laughs> I love it. Just making a boxing match just out of nowhere. Yeah, special guest referee uh, Bart Gunn for the brawl for all. <laughs> brawl for all. <laughs> Oh my god. Um Omos versus Tyson Fury. You can't have Omos lose to Tyson Fury. Well, that'd be great. Yeah, you can, dude. Omos is gonna lose to everybody. <laughs> yeah. He's still a good big man. He's gonna pay off soon. I no, think. he's not. You stop it. He is. You stop <laughs> being ridiculous right now. He does he's good. He does everything that he's supposed to do as All a right, big you man. You can sell me on Max Dupree. You're not gonna sell me on this. Well, I'm, I'm just saying, Omas is doing. He's doing everything that you'd want him to do as a big man. He doesn't really sell. He does what he wants to do. I mean, he has everything. He, he has a mouthpiece. The only thing he doesn't he do as a big of, man is win. He is one of the most boring people I've ever watched <laughs> at WWE in my whole life. That's why you give MVP with him? And it's, I'm funny if you actually listen to his off his uh, his yeah, his but MVP can't wrestle for him though. That's the thing. Yeah, but big man wrestling has always been boring. That's not true. It is so true. He's like really, Andre really... the Giant's a boring wrestler. He was just really tall. Andre the Giant also wasn't that athletic. Exactly. But there's nothing about almost that like is notable. There's nothing about Big Show is notable besides the fact that he was really tall. Now, Big Show is a pretty decent wrestler, especially back in the day, and he's a massive personality. Mm-hmm. Well, but he had to learn to get that personality. He didn't have that to begin with. He got that in WWE when he was forced to get a personality. No, he well, had it. He had it in WCW. Oh no, 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 no! He he thought he was hot to remember. He beat Hogan. No, no, I know. I'm saying once once match. he once he joined the NWO, then he got some personality and he adapted from there. Minimal, but it wasn't until no, like, not per- minimal. He did pretty good. Very, it was it was minimal. It wasn't until buy like, the shirt. That's what he did. Yeah, that's not that's not personal. That's the same by the shirt. He had personality, um, dude. He was in Jingle All the Way. All right, he was making seamless movies. Jingle All the great. Way was when he was in WWE. No, Jingle All the Way was WCW. Are you sure, nineteen ninety six. Guarantee it. Because that was Jake. That was Jake Lloyd before he played Anakin. Hmm. He was, and he was the wee little ninety nine. He was the wee. He was the wee little pup. Hmm. Anyway, be it as it may, nothing wrong with Omos. He'll be fine. Yeah, he'll, he'll do great in impact. No, they're, they're not. They're not letting go of Almas. He, like I said, does everything that you would want a big man to do. So it's fine. Except, don't except like it. don't get like over. He doesn't need to get over. He's a heel. He's a bad guy. He's not over. He's not supposed to be over. <laughs> he is supposed to be over. No, he's not. Everyone, everyone's supposed to be over. Ricky, getting over is the point. You can be over as a heel. Miz is over he, as a heel. 
Miz is over because people like him and Miz spoke truth and some of the stuff. Then he got over, but people really didn't like Miz when he was supposed to be a heel heel. He no one really liked him. When he cashed him the first when he won money in the bank the first time, he wasn't over. So are you gonna he say Max really Dup- are you gonna say Max Dupree isn't over? You're gonna say Massey wasn't over there, boot him out of the building. That's over. Doesn't mean that they're over, it just means that they have reactions, doesn't mean that they're over. It means they're getting the reaction they're supposed to get, which means they're over. I don't know if they're getting the reaction they're supposed to they're get. They're supposed to be booed. I think, I think, I to me, I think they're over because it's funny as fuck. Like, I find it entertaining. But Miz wasn't over when he won, you know, the money to make the first time. He was more over for second time, even though it was a transitional no, he period. Was, he, was not over. he was not over when he, he, but he got over when he cashed it in. He, the, the briefcase got him over as a heel. I don't think the briefcase got him over as a heel. He wasn't even the biggest story going into the WrestleMania about a main event that he doesn't remember. Poor guy. Yeah. Poor guy. Anyway, Omos will be fine. Uh, and Omos was a free class cast would be good, but we are still talking about SummerSlam. What else do you have SummerSlam that you could do? Uh, uh, did they ever get Cardi B on Wrestle on WWE because no, Cardi- uh, she got pregnant no. last year. I do not. Well, we do not need Cardi B on anything with words. Disagree. <laughs> I. No. Dude, if she I've sings in Cardi- Spanish, she's welcome anywhere. I listen to Cardi B try to read a teleprompter. It's not pretty. I love Cardi B so much. I don't. <laughs> Again, I, love I, I hate that she's successful. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate it. It's like, I hate being successful. How can I do that? <laughs> oh, good old Cardi. But yeah, she doesn't need to be by a teleprompter. Just have her do a performance, but I don't need her saying words. Cardi, she... B can perf- Cardi B can be the special guest referee. No. For something. One, no. two, oh, two. hell no. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I'd rather, have, I'd rather have Megan Thee Stallion be a guest referee I or know. something. I, would... I was just thinking of Megan Thee Stallion. I would love to see Megan Thee Stallion on the baby. I, I wouldn't mind seeing like Cardi B... <laughs> Cardi B and um, oh fuck, what's her name? The one Drake loves. Rihanna. Uh, Rihanna. We no, the other one. Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. I want to see Cardi B and Nicki Minaj fight for who has to date Drake. The like, <laughs> <laughs> the loser has to date Drake. The loser dates Drake. <laughs> but no one wants to date Drake. Yeah, that's the point, Kay. Loser has to date Drake for at least a year. <laughs> least year. That's happening on SummerSlam. <laughs> In Nashville, Tennessee. Well, with, with special the guest referee, of, Drake. <laughs> the home of country music, yeah. <laughs> We're going to do a loving okay, hip-hop like, match at the third place of at the home of country music. And the grand old fucking opera. Special Aubrey. guest ring announcer, no. Nick Cannon. <laughs> this will be the blackest main event we've ever seen. <laughs> In Nashville. In Nashville. They'll love it. <laughs> Nashville's always been a progressive city. <laughs> Historically so progressive. Yeah, right? Oh, I my God. I drove through Nashville. Nash, like, you see those stone walls? They were built during the Civil War. I was like, oh, yeah, Nash. Who won the war? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Southern uh, humor. Yeah, Southern humor, yeah. They... Yeah, sufferers again, right? Um, I think the most black people that were ever in Nashville were during the NFL draft. That would do it. 
That would probably do it. Yeah, I do it. It's, it's honestly got true. I, yeah, there are a lot of white people in Nashville. Really? Uh-huh. I'm not surprised at that at all. Anywho, folks, we are sidebreaking way too much, which means it's time to get a fuck out of here, and it is the end of our show. Be sure to join us for the post-show where we talk about other things like, is this racist? And Marvel trivia, obviously. So, without further ado, Mr. Tarashok, please hit me with that outro music. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to Kings of the Rings podcast episode number 299, You Only Live Theory. One more way, or we're, we're actually just less than a week away from our 300 tell-all episode. Get your answers to, or get your questions to us by using hashtag KOTR300 or just DMing, DMing us on any of our social medias uh, to to, and to have us answer any and all questions you might have about things going on in the show, things going on behind the scenes, so on and so forth, with our special guest, Mr. Ramadant himself and the Stepano. So be sure to check out KOTR 300 next week. Kings of the Rings podcast. You can find us at KOTR underscore podcast on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, on YouTube, on TikTok. We have a Discord channel. We have a Twitch channel as well. KOTR underscore podcast, Kings of the Rings podcast. Like, share, subscribe, listen to us each and every week. And please like and leave reviews wherever you listen to us or wherever you watch us each and every week because it really helps spread the word about us and get us uh, out there on all the algorithms and all the other sites uh, by listening to us each and every week wherever you listen to all of your podcasts by subscribing to Wrestle Addict Radio, the cure for the common wrestling podcast, home to us, Kings of the Rings podcast, as well as the Brace for Impact podcast, the Fretzelania podcast, and the Young Lions Perspective podcast. Wrestle Addict Radio can be found at Addict underscore Wrestle on Twitter and Wrestle Addict Radio everywhere else, including Twitter, uh, including, not Twitter, including Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Discord, so on and so forth, and Twitch coming soon, by the way. The links to all of our other stuff, including our Protect Chance merchandise, including links to our specific merchandise as well, are all can be found in the description below. Don't forget, 300 is next week. The day after that, we're giving away tickets to Monday Night Raw with Pro Wrestling Trivia on Long Island at the Ugly Duckling in Rockwell Center at 7.30 p.m. So it's going to be a fun-filled week next week. Will Tarashok, are you ready for next week? I am ready for next week, and you mentioned Mr. YLP. Speaking of Mr. YLP, he's going to be a guest on my podcast, Talking with Tarashok. Oh. That's going to be released oh. in the coming weeks. We're going to have some unknown, unnamed nonsense, which is pretty much what we're doing next week, a giant list of random questions that I keep open on my desktop all the time. With when I think of a question, I just pop it in. I am up to 133 questions and counting. <laughs> so it's gonna be very interesting. One of those questions that could be asked is, is it popsicle? That's the question. Yes. Is it popsicle? Okay. So it's a popsicle or not a popsicle, that is the question. Mr. Wild question. P has no idea what he's getting into, but it's gonna be mm. a grand old time for me to talk my task. Podcast K Murphy, when you come back. Uh, I believe you can come back now. It's the second. It's the next quarter. It's Q three. You want to come back yeah. now? Yay! I want to come back. We we can come I saw never. I saw never been invited on the show. By the way, I've invited you multiple times, asshole. You have uh, never scheduled with me at all, sir. I know. I'm getting around to it. Um, <laughs> so come here for me. Back. We, I'll be in studio. We can do it on unknown, unknown, unknown nonsense. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Oh yeah. well. Well, now that I am redoing my entire Animal Crossing, we can finally talk about Animal Crossing. Dude, I haven't played Animal Crossing in months since MLB and Show come out. Has come out, <laughs> and almost 200 hours later, I haven't touched Animal Crossing. 
And you're about no. to crack this camera but give us your outro. I am not killing anybody except the podcasting game. You can find me across all social media wow. platforms at the K Murphy, T-H-E-K-A-E Murphy. Um, I think this is the most sober I've been on Kings of the Ring in years. Wow, thank you. Wow, yeah. That, that was your probation punishment. Yeah, there you go, yeah. That was amazing. You can I break probation next week because I will be definitely drinking a bottle of wine because we're going we're gonna to unleash secrets. I got to get some troop serum in me. I got, I got beer in the fridge. That'll work. <laughs> Beer, money. So yes, episode 300 next week. It's going to be a doozy. Uh, but tell all KLTR 300 featuring Rambadan and Stefano next week, starting promptly at eight o'clock. So until next week, folks, for our milestone episode. Goodbye, good night, and then in a couple weeks after that, summer slack will be coming. But until summer then, summer slack. Fuck you, slack. We'll see you next week for 300. Maybe.